Yo, yo, yo. Hey, Jake. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you here. What's up, you Greenbow? Hey, 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 Wacky. I almost couldn't recognize you, man. What, what ah. happened to you? What happened to you, bro? New, new face, man. I went. I went to see the the, the doctor. I went, you know, got a plastic surgery. <laughs> uh, shall we play some tunes, bro? Let's I play some tunes. Move up, pumping. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon, Europe. Good evening, Asia. Welcome to Asia Web3, motherfuckers, where we unpack everything. NFTs, hot projects of the moment, what it means to be an MF for this year, and where to smoke the best opium in Web3. We do this show Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time or 9.30 p.m. Hong Kong Time. We're part of the Rug Radio family as official content providers. And shout out to all the other amazing content providers that are out there. We love you guys. If you like what you hear, give us a follow, like our tweet, retweet our tweet, or get in touch using direct messaging technology. We'd love to hear from you. My name is Wacky. I'm your host. I'm super excited for what we have in store for you today. So many news, so many things happening in Web3 at the moment. You do not want to miss this. My co-hosts, and I've got two, they are the most knowledgeable people in the space. They hustle, they bustle, their names, Duke Rainbow and Babe Knows. How are you doing, fellas? <laughs> I'm doing good, bro. But uh, before that, you can't call me a co-host because you haven't invited me yet. Oh, so I'm, yeah. I'm I'm just a speaker today. <laughs> like you are, you have not invited me, bro. So today I'm just a speaker. That's oh, it. Man. I I mean, this is what this is what happens when you put like a really good intro song. I was just there. I was grooving. <laughs> <laughs> What's all up, right, right, guys? So I'm Puke. Uh, is Maeve there? Maeve. Okay, so I am Pete representing the Rock Radio family. Our mission is simple to discuss the latest NFT news update, review case study, bring up Asia projects, but but the most importantly, to be the forefront of DGEN at DGEN Play and make some money. Passing to you, Maeve. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for the intro, guys. Twitter has been rugging me really bad since yesterday, so I've uh, been doing my best trying to not get rugged, to be honest. But oh yeah, yeah, yesterday you were bad, man. <laughs> oh, horrible, man! Like, uh, I wanted to to save my take, and I didn't even get the chance to. I was just like hopping on and off, and I was just like, "Fuck it!" I just gave up. Just fuck it. <laughs> so, just just a quick background because we've got a lot to cover today. But yesterday was the last Daily Dose Detective, which we were hosting for uh, Ryan Carson Daily Dose, who had a, a little challenge for twelve days, 
and it was it was pumping. We had like hundreds of people on the show, and I'm like, Maeve, what are your thoughts? We haven't heard from you in a while. Maeve unmutes, and literally nothing happens. He just he, no nothing for thirty seconds, and then he <laughs> hops off stage, and I'm like, okay, well that's it. We lost him, and we never heard from him ever again. Anyway, long story short, sh- let's jump straight into uh, news. See, lots of things happening at the moment. Uh, Puke, do you want to go? You want me to go? Who who do you want to start? All right, so let me just cover a little bit of the global market cap right now. We are at one point zero eight trillion, and if it's at you know one thousand five hundred eighty BTC is two twenty three thousand and zero sixty seven. So it's at twenty three dollars. Apecoin is five dollars and forty eight cents. So you know right now, like I'm I'm seeing like the price are kind of like up and down every day basically just hover on this price so nothing too fabulous or nothing too much in terms of the price action but but bro in the nft space man it's crazy i have been over my twitter just seeing tons of people posting about duplicators man like is that what we're going to cover today i can't wait to do that oh yeah i mean i mean look at you and your name is puke rainbow i mean you're like the doodle you're going to be our local doodle expert today so be ready for this i want to know everything that's happening in the doodle world <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay, so let's do a little bit of a, a fire hose news because I want to touch on what's happening with doodles. I also want to sort of discuss what you guys are thinking about all those new trades coming up. So let's go very quickly. Lots of things are going to happen. Open sea market share below 50% in ETH volume. This doesn't happen very often. It's one of the rare times and basically taken over by blur almost, right? Uh, having said this, they still have above 80% market share in terms of number of trades. So that 50% that we're talking about is literally just in terms of dollar amount, dollar volume that has been sold or traded on OpenSea. Now, reason for this obviously is is Blur. As you guys probably have heard, they found a way to bypass the OpenSea restriction on all the royalties and some of the collections not being listed. So, I mean, I got to say, hands, you know, hats off to Blur. The way they are playing the game is is incredible and just to give you a bit of a, an idea we've seen a surge in volume on the big collections that have big floor prices especially doodles recently where they picked up almost 800 ETH of volume which is really impressive um just a reminder for all you guys all you trading traders out there i'm sure you know if you're trading on blur but if you don't the blur token is dropping on the 14th of february so for all your DGEN plays at the moment, you know, will people dump their tokens as soon as they receive them? Will we see a little pump as we have seen with some of the coins? You know, a puke was you were talking about a coin. And very often when those coins get released, there is a little bit of a pump, an initial pump, because so many people haven't had the chance to participate in it and want to get in on it early on at an early price. So it'll be fascinating to see what happens in a few days when Blur drops their uh, token. Um, just a quick one. Puke, you were also talking about the red balloons the other day, the nine balloons. And just as a reference, the market cap, I think it was only a few days ago for those nine balloons, were at 2,000 ETH total between all the various balloon collections. And you know, as much as we're talking about the collections going up, the collections going down, that's one of them where the market cap at the moment went down from 2,000 ETH to 250 ETH roughly. roughly. So that's about an 80 plus percent drop. And, you know, so again, yes, market market's going up, but uh, you have a lot of collections out there that are still dropping in prices. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk a little bit on this, right? So I because so what happened is uh, actually my buddy here, Maeve, you know, he has been on and on about this, you know, these balloons. Uh, there's another one derivative called Shasha. Basically, you know, the the guy that created Nyang Cat, he's the one that released the collection on OpenSea, and you know, it just went crazy, right? Because everybody knows like Nyang Cat is a is an iconic thing for all of us. And so what it does is, you know, after you minted it, basically you can. Uh, kind of like change to I think it's like six colors so just every day you burn it if you want just say an orange balloon then you burn it to an orange one for example just keep on burning and stuff like that so it's it's pretty impressive to see like right now like you know you we have trad- I, I wouldn't call it traditional projects but I would say like the traditional ones are like you know for example 10k collection um, then basically there's no burn mechanism and the traits are like you know what it's all changeable um then we have now a new another new meta which is hey just one piece open edition people minting like crazy and then coming coming on with the burning process right so the way i see is like right now we have two kind of meta so wacky just a quick question to you what kind of like right now if you look at the project are you going for like the traditional one we have you know a lot of trades um, you know 300 trades and then you mint it on a contract or you are looking for projects that is, for example, minting in Manifold, and then you get it, it's fun, you burn to other stuff. So, oh man, you always put me on the spot like this. You know, and, <laughs> I, and I, you, you know, know what? My, my name is Puke Rainbow, bro. So when you puke, it's, you, you don't plan it, right? You just puke it out. So that, that's <laughs> it. Okay, so, you know, full, full disclosure, I've been an absolute horrible trader for, for forever since so i'm naturally not a trader and i realized this last year when i basically decided that i was a builder and then got involved on the building side of life having said this i want to be a trader i want to get involved and the way i'm looking at it right now is that there's a lot of hype and is it, it's the january hype it, i feel it's a little bit of a bull trap as you call it because the economic situation the macro economic situation doesn't or I will say doesn't look like or shouldn't be getting better, right? Because interest rates have been going up for the past for many months now. And the reality is we have not seen the ripple we have not seen the ripple effect of those interest rates hikes yet, right? We we are starting just now seeing the big tech companies that are firing a lot of a lot of their staff and you know some of the bankruptcies that are happening. But if the real estate market, if the property market really gets hit by those people that are not able to pay their mortgage, then I feel we, we're due for a little bit of a correction later down this year. I could be completely wrong, which is the reason why at the moment it is great. It's all pumping. But what I'm looking at is more the open edition that you're talking about, where you can mint at an affordable price with a little bit less capital, still have plenty of fun in the space and then see how things are evolving. Yeah, so so may, maybe you know what things aren't looking as good as it seems, right? Because if if it's good, maybe like the old method, like whereby example one min zero point two still works, still fly, right? But these days, because min is so cheap, you know, people are kind of like not not. It's like oh, I I love the art. Let me just invest or kind of like a gamble to it. But I love the point that you bring it up because like even I think the last few few weeks when we talk about this uh, when you know when I'm doing the constant constant news update we know that for example Coinbase different platforms out there 
they are laying off staff like crazy, right? 50%, 80% staff are laying off. So in, in terms of, you know, maybe it just seems good because, you know, people still got, still has money in, in the market or they are trying to, you know, use money to make money. But in reality, I feel like, you know, when you see big companies are, are trying to like, you know, retrench tons of people, then this is like a soft warning that, you know, we have to realize and take note of. Yeah. Maybe I thought you were muted. Yeah, I, I just want to chime in a bit. Like, uh, I feel that, uh, what's it called? Low low mint, so-called like OEs are considered like lower mints. And uh, previous, I, I guess I won't call it previous meta, it's still ongoing. A lot of projects are still ongoing. Um, I, I feel like the prices or like entry points won't change that much. Just that like uh, my, my take on OE is OE is going to stay. Like true, you know, maybe there's going to be like less people doing OEs, but like OE is always going to be an option. Same like how how whitelist meta or even like whitelist application, you know, like the, these strategies will always be evergreen in, in my opinion. So it's a great point. And I think we, we were talking about it a little bit um, live last time. And, and I guess, Maeve, you got to start being our art expert because you mentioned something which, which to me was, was amazing because I'm not as familiar with art as numbers, for example. You, you said something the other day where you said, I can understand art and understand the value of art a lot easier than with numbers or than with the other collections. And, and again, I made that comment at the time, art is so subjective. It, it's amazing that you feel so much more confident, but that's because obviously you have knowledge of the market, the space, the, the various artists. So I would like to see 2023 be the year of the artist where more and more new artists are coming to the scene and people are starting to support them because those mints are cheap, putting a little bit of money for some really good quality art and then see what's, what some of those artists are doing in the future. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And for I, sure. I, think, I, I think Maeve shared with me um, this happened like yesterday. So, you know, that there's this very famous punk called Cantino, right? So, I, I think what he did was, you know, he hopped onto the hype as well and then he released this thing called the Light Moon and Dark Moon. So basically, it's an open edition. I think when I was checking it, it's like my time, 4 a.m. So I told, I was so tired, bro. Like, we, I'm doing like Twitter spaces until 1.30 a.m., right? And then I'm like, ah, I, I wanted to wake up, but I fall asleep. And then when I woke up and I saw, it's like, you know, he, he opened, I think for a few, I'm not sure it's a few minutes or what, but basically has like 12,000 pieces minted. Um, right now it has I think 0 0.0014 price and then um, basically you, it's kind of like you know you have to buy it and then you get white this or there's another thing called the dark mode and he said like basically this is not art so one thing I realized or why I pointed out and I feel it's so interesting is because you know a lot of people when they do OE they said um, you know what this is just pure art right then he take a different take and he said this is pure utility so I'm not too sure what he means by that but basically each you know, like he uses the same technique which is like Jack Butcher Chad Marks right so he, he has also a lot of different types of symbol and uh, I, I just can't wait to see like when he talk about pure, pure utility what is it all about yeah it, those artists are starting to pick up on Okay, I'm about to say something maybe slightly controversial, and and I hope this is not what we're going to see. But go ahead, I get bro. the go go ahead, go ahead bro. <laughs> As you talk, we are I'm... as Asia, we are at Asia Web Three motherfuckers. This is the controversial show, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> 
Yeah, okay, I like it. Fuck it. So yeah, yesterday, um, I was listening to my bud Nick and Theo, and and then Ryan actually came on came on the show, and he was saying, you know, the artists are great, and it's going to be obviously the new meta, blah blah blah. And then Nick was like, wait a second, you do realize that literally most artists that have been successful have all taken a six months break break and pretty much fucked off and did nothing for the next six months that and it feels like a slow run right so i was about to say that i was about to say that i think a lot of artists are sort of are learning from the nft projects the the, the big projects or even the smaller projects that were successful in 2020 2021 and are kind of replicating this in their own way with open edition but and, and i hope that we're not going to see as many artists that will just do a one-time thing and then do nothing afterwards but i think a lot of them are indeed learning about what has worked and what hasn't worked. And it will be great to see more of those. And again, right now, it is the well-known artists that are doing well, which, which is understandable, right? Because it's a lot less risk for us as investors or as holders to put money into someone that we know is already well-known and well-connected and doing very well because the likelihood of the, their art appreciating is much greater than a no-known artist. But hopefully we see a little bit of a rise there with some newer artists becoming better and better and, and promoted by the overall community. Anyway, yep. enough of that. I, I know uh, we have bro, a lot I, I, I just want to I just want to dive in a little bit on what you said, right? But basically it's true, but because they have the luxury to do that. So you said first of all, they are already famous, right? And because they are famous, their OE managed to mint out, right? And because their OE managed to mint out, then they have a floor price of very high floor price because um, you know, people hype about it, people want to buy, or maybe their min window is so short that everybody gets FOMO, right? So it you already kind of like maybe you make get it for a super cheap price, for example, free min, and then now you sell a secondary market, you already make your money. So you can't really complain if they just fuck off for the next six months, right? Because it's pure art. And because their name is tied into that whole piece of art, that's why the floor price are up. So in that way, then when you look at oh, another artist trying to replicate, but they can't because they are not famous and nobody minted, even though it's free. So I, I see that this kind of topic, like what you say, is very controversial. <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> okay. So this, this, is, this is what the show is going to turn into. We're just going to go like bang, bang, controversial takes like this all day long. Okay, let me go very quickly on some other news that you guys might be interested in. This is, I think, how we're going to structure the show. Let's see if you guys like it. Then I want to throw over to me. So Firehose news here. We've got Polygon NFT sales that have surpassed Ethereum for the second consecutive month. Let me also qualify that statement is... What we're talking about here is not the amount of money that has uh, that has traded that is over on Polygon. It's the number of individual uh, assets that have traded because you have a lot of low cost assets on Polygon. So you have a lot more of them that are trading. Having said this, this is still a sign that Polygon, as I think a lot of us that are involved in the space have re are realizing more and more, they've been super aggressive as a, as a, a layer two blockchain. Their BD team has done amazing things and amazing partnerships and i would not be surprised if polygon is really going to be the challenger that we all think it could become in uh, over the next few years uh chat gpt has a new competitor uh chat gpt as we know has done some sort of ai art for the for the donkey's years now donkey's time and you almost have some plagiarism where you're saying chat gpt has taken uh ip from real life artists now you've got a new competitor which is called character gpt 
which is basically called the world's first multimodal AI system, which effectively allows users to create avatars in the metaverse, 3D avatars, just using text. So it, it's kind of incredible what's happening with those AI systems. And for those of you that have watched Westworld, and shout out to you, you I just finished season three, so I need to start season four. Oh my God, man, I freaking love it. But for you guys that, if you haven't watched Westworld, look at it. The first two seasons are, you know, a bit crazy, but then season three, you're like, right, I see. This is really uh, not a parody because I think it's a lot of real life stuff, but this is really sort of what we are talking about every day where there's so much information that is being sent over to those centralized uh, distribution centers like Facebook or Google, and everything is being uh, almost manipulated in some way. So anyway, have a look into this. Big things happening on AI. Three more news. Coinbase NFT marketplace stops creator uh, drops, and they're saying they're not closing the marketplace, but they are just pausing to allow some of their dev resources to be refocused on what NFT founders or NFT uh, creators really need. So I, I don't think that's very surprising considering uh, Coinbase NFT hasn't done very well, but uh, you know they're trying to do a good thing. They're trying to onboard more and more people, mil millions of users. So remains to be seen what happens there. Um, for all of you Shibuya investors, Shibuya X, uh, XYZ holders there, you will probably be devastated to know that Steve Aoki and Seth Green are now going to be involved in the next anime short uh, that Shibuya is involved in. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> why, bro, 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 bro. Why, why devastated, man? <laughs> man, anything <laughs> that Steve Aoki... <laughs> And I was about to say, I hate myself for saying this because, you know, it's like pure fun and it's horrible, but it's true. It's it's kind of been a fact where anything that Steve Aoki has been involved in has gone down. Um, I think also they're trying to do a good thing. But anyway, it's it's interesting again to see that more and more big names are getting involved. And for those of you that are not familiar with Shibuya, it is an interesting project which allows holders to decide what is going to happen next in the story. So they're kind of an anime-based uh, project, and they're releasing the story as it goes with the help of the holders deciding what's happening in the story. I don't know if you guys had this, but uh, when I was a kid, you had a craze with those books that were called like the book where you are the hero type of thing, and you had the option to choose what the hero does, and you were going to a different page, and that's pretty much what Shibuya does. Uh, last two things, NFT sales have risen 38% in January, mostly driven by board apes, but it's gone up. It's gone up a lot, right? Uh, just to give you a quick run of the numbers, in December, we had, and that's all organic trading, right? We're not looking at any of the watch trade numbers, but um, the figure for total trades in December were 684 million, let's say. And in January, we're looking at 900, let's say 950 million. So a big rise in January, probably because people have, uh, you know, spent all their money on, well, didn't spend all their money on Christmas presents by the look of it, probably didn't buy their parents any any presents and just spend it all on NFTs for, for January. Um, last thing, Cool Cats goes multi-chain with customizable NFTs. And that's sort of where I want to lead next afterwards uh, before we get over to, to Maeve, where you've got customizable NFTs now. And I, I don't know, I don't know how what I think about it. I don't know how I feel about it. So I'm going to pause here for a second, throw over to Maeve, uh, see what you got for us. Woo! Wacky. Too, too much, too much, too much. 
So like <laughs> I, I thought like duplicators, right? Uh, like I I seen the UI. It's amazing, man. Um, like mass market adoption is definitely possible. Like I mean, like based on like uh the the team, right? It's basically what they already plan to do. So. Uh, I I've seen the videos like I've seen everybody use it and I like I love it right. Uh, so you you've got three three levels of rarity, which is which is great, right? You need that gamified aspect, so you know people buy the really common ones, you know, uh, the common they call it the very common, common and rare. Then, uh, when it comes to trades, obviously there are like really specific trades to your doodles and all that stuff. Yeah, to to shorten that up a little bit, uh, basically everybody. Unsurprisingly, is like uh like flooding doodles right like oh you know this is gonna like you know drop doodles uh gen gen one price right because this is basically uh their their initiative to reach to the masses so uh like a, a lot of like NFT talks is gonna be the same in the sense that you have your gen ones which is say whatever right you know ten k or even like twenty k like like some Japanese projects true. You know, like oh, it's amazing. Maybe their floor price is super high, like doodles, right? Ten E, seven E, or whatever. But the next step for them to reach the masses, or you know, wait, like we keep saying, like bridging, to to bridge people, you're gonna have to like lower barrier of entry. So an, an example, well, there are obviously many many examples of this. But in order to definitely bridge people or reach the masses, like you you're gonna have to have uh, another product that is of you know very affordable pricing, then you know using tech. And the、uh, gamified strategies and all that good stuff, then only we can reach people to the Web three space. But of course, like you know, being the space and like how how, I, I guess like most DJs are like we're always very stuck on like oh our bags, our bags, our bags. So yeah. Yeah, but what, but what, it's interesting to see. For example, like I I was、um, checking out Duplicator right, and then I saw that they said you know right now. Like it was launched, I think, like yesterday, and right now there's only seven percent of people actually use it. So basically, you need to have the doodles, put them use use a duplicator, and then it can kind of like you know generate out the traits. And、uh, so it's it's fun to see like you know tons of people are actually not using it. Like I thought it would be kind of like you know what they they can duplicate their traits and then sell on the secondary market, whereby、um, you know they can actually. I mean, sell something and earn some、uh, earn more, right? But it seems like they are not picking it up, so I'm not too sure why they're waiting. Well, th- there's a there there are two points to this potentially, right? One is there may not yet be a market or a strong enough market for those、um, for those artifacts, effectively, right? This is a totally new concept to a certain extent, and I don't think as many people are used to it. Also. In order, I mean, I was about to say, in order for this to make sense, you need to be a doodle holder. So, by definition, you kind of, again, trading amongst holders. But having said this, you could become a item hold. Sorry, an item trader and only hunt those specific items. So there were some floors of、uh, some items that were, I think, at am I am I talking crazy? Thinking fifty thousand dollars, some really rare item.、Um, but I think I saw there has been one big sale. Which is homage to you, puke. They were puke joggers. They were puke puke joggers, and they sold for sixteen hundred dollars. So you know th- there is a little bit going on there. But、uh, this is not good news, bro. Because、um, I was thinking, you know what? If duplicators or du- or dudes two came out, I can actually purchase a 
puking rainbow for for cheaper price, right? And uh, now the way it seems like it's not going that way, bro. Like I don't know when I can actually purchase my puking rainbow, but when I do, I'll be very happy, right? But for now, I, I guess I'm still sticking with kaiju friends, man. Dude, <laughs> I was looking at Pranksky, right? So he he has he I think he's got the one one uh dude balloon. So he just like spam duplicators balloon, man. So like uh, I feel like even the the puking trade is gonna be expensive like you know up there like up up there man oh yeah <laughs> i mean that's the doodles trademark right yeah okay so this is what i wanted to talk about a little bit more extensively today is what do you guys think about all this new i guess it's a new innovation right of having traits that are now becoming tradable and technically allowing you to change your own characters or your own PFP traits, does it, does it add value or does it reduce value? Because in my view, right, and I guess maybe I'm like a, you know, an older guy in the NFT space, but the whole point of NFTs is that they are unique, right? So the whole value behind one of those PFPs is the fact that it has those particular traits that only a few of others have. And also that the way it looks, it's your identity, right? Now, if you start changing, putting a different hat, putting like different shades or putting a different whatever, then where does that, you know, how does it impact the actual value of the NFT? What, what do you guys think about this? All right. So I, I have a different take on this, right? Like I feel overall, um, it wouldn't impact whether it's at or reduce because for example, right now, I just say I purchase a, a dudes, right? And then I change the trade according to my liking. But when I sell it, it doesn't matter because that person wanting to buy it will want to change to his own liking as well, unless I'm a twin, right? So the, the thing is this, like everybody right now, if you give the option to customize, I believe every single people want to customize. Like one thing that did so well, I think it was the Kaiju Friends, uh, sorry, Kaiju Kings uh, Scientist Mint, right? They basically gave you a base and you can just choose every trait that you want and then you pay a little more. And everybody does that and it's fun. It means a lot in, in, in a while, right? So it just because, you know, you can you now allow people to change the trait, I believe this is something that everybody would do. But it doesn't really add, kind of like doesn't really give the value increase or not because in the end you purchasing and then you you making it but other people wanting to buy it it doesn't add value so maybe in that sense i feel overall maybe the value will drop because everybody right now will be like ah, i just want to buy a common one and then i'll customize something to my own liking yeah so i i agree with you uh but i want to add a bit more so like like earlier I was saying right when you when you onboard the master so I I think there is a, there's a coffee DAO so Doodles has got a coffee DAO I'm not sure it's by Andrew but uh, I'm pretty certain there's a coffee DAO right so I think there's maybe like let's just say fifty of them right so fifty very premium small group but as much as like obviously fifty people if united can do a lot of things but for the fifty for for these fifty people for them to scale even further or whatever initiatives they have like it would be pretty great if they could. I won't call it by, like dilute, but if they have like a sub product to like, you know, maybe there's like a, let's just say like a coffee tool kind of trade, which is what Doodle is kind of doing, which is, uh, which is something I, I see a lot of benefits in. Then suddenly they can, you know, maybe there, there's going to be like a thousand Doodle coffee cup tool traits that other people can equip on, then that, you know, they can expand their DAO and obviously their initiative and then, you know, the, 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 the ecosystem basically grows 
and reaches a lot more people. Ah, I don't know if I'm convinced. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a different question. You guys puke. You've got an Azuki, right? And maybe you guys are like comfortable with Doodle because you're not that emotionally connected with your Doodles, right? Let's just think about your Azuki. Are you going to change your Azuki? Are you going to start dressing your, your Azuki with, with different stuff? I, I wouldn't. Uh, 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 well, how come? Uh, 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 so uh, because, because when you purchase it, Azuki looks a little bit more human than Doodles, right? And it has more traits. So when you purchase something, you already buy something that looks like you. Okay, that, that, that's, that's my take. That's my take, right? But if, for example, like just say doodles, right? I the doodles that I'm looking at, the ball ones, basically they are all they look so similar, bro. Like like when you look at it, <laughs> you look at it, it's like just all one color t-shirt, um, you know, pure rainbow or no pure rainbow. So it's it's a different way because it also depends on the collection, right? Like when you okay, purchase so. something and then it looks a little bit more like you, it's easier for you to adapt to it. But if not, then you want to customize. Um, if, if it doesn't look like you, and then it, once you customize, I would think twice if the customization actually costs a lot of money. And after I customize, does it give me value? So if it doesn't give value and it's very expensive, then I wouldn't. But if it's cheap, then I would. Okay, I, I, I love it. So um, actually, this is great. I, would have loved, I wanted to hear from the audience. And Gene, you're a perfect example. Glad to have you on stage. We'd love to hear what you're thinking. Uh, if you guys also in the audience want to come up, don't hesitate. We'll bring you up. We'd love to hear your idea and your views on whether changing traits on your PFP, on your NFT, which is supposed to be you know, non-fungible, um, adds or reduce value to the NFT. Gene, welcome. How are you doing? Yo, I'm doing good. What's up, guys? Um, good, good question. Good question. I mean, all right. Uh, I would say it this way. Um, just now the, the example is perfect because like, when, when you mentioned about Doodles and Azuki, like, I would 100% believe in Azuki if they're doing that. Because, like, I mean, I, I, I'm biased. So I believe uh, Doodle, Doodle Holder will be biased as well. Because, like, for, from my point of view, Azuki did 721A, basically the contract of 2022. And they, they also do the PBT. So... Imagine if they do something like changing traits, I believe it would be awesome because like I'm so biased that and I believe in the team and what they do. So this is my take. Okay. Hmm. So so, so you would bro, actually bro, change bro. The So bro, basically he's saying whatever Azuki do is gonna pump. That's it. So whether it's good, <laughs> whether it add value <laughs> or reduce value, it doesn't matter because everything Azuki does, it pumps. That's it. It's a different uh -huh. topic of discussion, bro. Like, come on. I, I mean, uh, but, okay. oh, all right, all right. Let, 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 me, let me say it this way. I mean, ch changing traits uh, is, is not new, actually, because like, uh, let, let's go back to what Zagabon did before the, 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 the funds that allow you to ch change traits, but uh, it's pre-mint so you have to decide that the trace before you final minting it and there's an anime metaverse i i believe or, or or something like that uh doing the same thing and lately the copper core also do something like you also have to decide the trade before you min minting it and there's a second phase called onion you can look up look it up because i'm fans of copper core uh where you can change trade as well like so there's many changing trades uh pfp or, or NFT is going on. So to me, 
is a why not? I mean, like I understand the terms non-fungible, but uh, when 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 can come to non-fungible token, they also ask for what's the utility. So I believe changing trade is something like in between because the trade itself is also non-fungible. So you get what I mean? <laughs> I I get what you mean. Okay, so um, I will I will say I, I will make a call right there, and you guys can take me up on it. But I will bet that Azuki will never do so, something like this, that it will never make trades available to change and to trade. I I can bet, I, I don't know, I can guarantee they won't do this because they are focusing why, on establishing why, why, stronger part, because they're focusing on establishing stronger partnerships and making money in different ways, making money and like furthering the brand rather than, I, I think this move by Doodle, this whole trade thing is just a way of extract value out of out of holders and out of the market when you don't know what else to do, right? Um, but hey, maybe maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I can be completely wrong. Jake, bro. bro, bro. Uh, but but honestly, no. like like what like what Jin say, right? Uh, this is not the first. Like even when when after minting Bahala, basically you can change your weapon and stuff. So I I think this is rather something that people are already doing it. It's just that they are doing it in a different way because, for example, like they sell. Uh, the duplicator and then after so long you know they sell another thing and then right now like the Genesis box and then right now they're only doing this so I think because of that whole timeline of waiting and waiting and waiting and then in the end they just lost something oh changing trades is not that amazing so the fight is coming okay okay Let, let's hear from Jake uh, what's up Jake shout out to you we met in London the other day we How did you doing? yeah lovely meeting you and putting a, a, a face to the name yeah it was uh yeah i'm good good thanks for having me on i was just gonna say as a comment um i mean i appreciate like both sides in terms of is an nft unique and supposed to stay that way but i suppose like the 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 decision is for the holder right because the nft is yours one of the things that we are talking about with asset ownership like nfts is full control and ownership of your asset so what is more like indicative of that than being able to change it yourself but what i would say is that projects and collections should probably take it in in kind of like don't sell or allow people to buy or potentially trade rare traits that already exist because that would upset holders that had been lucky and obviously held on to a particular trait combination but if you did it that, you know, you've got a new partnership, uh, say it's with Sony, and you come up with new Sony traits that are related to the PFPs, then you could offer them as a new kind of thing for people to trade and apply. Um, but I think the NFTs would always be unique because they'd always have on-chain history. You'd always be able to look back and see, you know, what had happened and what had been changed about it. So I can see both sides, but I think it seems to be a trend, right? It's it's something that's happening across a lot of collections that their next big thing is, let's change the art, let's change the traits. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of interested to see where it goes, obviously. Man, everybody against me. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I try to be balanced, but uh, I think, like, yeah, it comes down to ownership. I, I, heard, I heard, and I appreciate that. I, I will, okay, okay, Let, let's let's hear from Maeve. I saw you are muted. You know, you're our art specialist. So let, let's see let's see what you think. I, I was going to try and, uh, you know, defend you, Wacky, but uh, it's a bit hard. It's a bit hard. But <laughs> the, the, the one thing I wanted to say, though, like, uh, 
I I I've been reading when when I think it was Hilumia and I I think I mentioned the the video that Azuki released because I've been following so much right I feel like uh not biased or anything I don't have an Azuki yet but every month or so like they've been pretty consistent on updates so the you you are right though like it, it for me at least it would seem that uh, Azuki is actually looking to was it called expand into the music industry. Because uh, th- there there was uh, some well the the similarities was I think the music trade in the in the more recent video, so it was like a more upbeat uh yeah it, it was more upbeat than uh, obviously Beans was in the video so that that's pretty interesting. Plus Suzuki's they actually you know what they did with the they're trying to expand revenues right what they did with the golden skateboards I mean shit that that is special right and there's no no question that there's a reason why there was so much hype because. Hey, having a golden skateboard is pretty damn cool, right? In real life, um, I don't know. I'm I'm not feeling it. If if you were telling me that you know you got a Monet and then all of a sudden I could go and change it around and that it would be cool and it's going to retain the value, uh, yeah. Okay. No, so, okay. Okay. So... Actually, let me ask you a different question. What about CryptoPunks? What if CryptoPunks was starting to do this? What would happen to CryptoPunks values? You think it would actually be valuable? I think if you look at like the traits as like wearables, which they are, right? Because like you have like your original, like your example is really good. Like if you have your original Mona Lisa as an example, right? And you could just like equip and unequip, that would solve all, all your concerns, right? Because like you obviously retain the original value and then it's just like a simple click, click of a button. So you have it or you don't have it. Because like ultimately like people, as much as like, you know, oh, this one of one is going to be amazing. But if you if you imagine like let's just say uh, for the sake of uh, conversation like if there's like ten Mona Lisas in the world, everybody has it. They're looking at it every day or they just don't give a fuck about it. Then the next thing they're like, hey guys, actually you know you can do this to your Mona Lisa, right? You know you can change like your background or whatever it is. Then it, like I can imagine like those ten guys or wh- whoever they are, they're like, fuck, I could do this. And then you know they're gonna be like, playing around, which is why like accessories are such a big market, right? Even like if you look at like Apple. Uh, literally, accessories is, is massive, right? From whatever they do, you know, the screen protector, case protector, you know, all that gadget accessory stuff. It's such a big market in the world because people like people get bored, people are very boring, and people like to play around with things. Yeah, and and that makes. Sorry, did you have something for you? No, no, okay. I, I want to say something and I totally agree with me. If you look at it, right? So, for example, you have a super rare one but you are not going to sell it at a cheap price, right? And then you yourself wanting to sell it and then when you put it at a high price, somebody buy it. Isn't it giving more value to that particular asset? So, it, in, in a way, yes, um, you know, you, you have a rare one but now other people can buy and then own it together with you but if you guys have the same mentality, actually, you know, those guys that buy the rare ones, you actually can bring the price up together, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, if it was me, I would do it differently, right? I understand the, I understand the value behind it. However, if it was me that actually had kind of an iconic uh, collection, like Doodle, I mean, Doodle is one of the iconic collections, right? I would then create a totally separate facility with totally new characters, totally new everything where then people have the ability to buy all sorts of different traits and then make the art themselves, make a totally new collection that is almost like crowdfunded, right? Or holder funded or new people funded rather than touch the original art, which is what made the initial collection or the name famous. 
Uh, Gene, you've got your hand raised. What uh, what are your thoughts on this? All right. Um, let me take it this way. Like you, you put uh, CryptoPunk in 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 this place. I I think it's a good take. But like, uh, very simple. Like, CryptoPunk, you changing trades is is not possible anymore at at this state because like I mean, but it's a what if, right? So. Think about it. Uh, why we are into NFT at first place? Uh, one of the reason, I mean, not everyone, but one of the reason definitely has to be the metaverse. So, if you can't change your your trades in in the future, you you you're boring. So, like like in real life, you 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 flex your Nike, you flex your Adidas. But if you can't flex anything equipment in your metaverse, in your character, in your NFT, it just doesn't make sense. Think about it. So yeah, I mean but- this this can. But the point on your air on your air Jordans, right? You never change any of the things that have that that creating value to that particular pair of air Jordans. You're correct. You would then have a different pair of air Jordans because you do want to wear different things. But you would never change go and change anything. You wouldn't change the Jordan logo or put it somewhere else on the shoe. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm the minority here, and no one agrees with me. But um, it'll be interesting to see. I say it again, Azuki will never do this, but who knows? <laughs> hey guys, could, could, are you able to get tea on stage? Or is it just me having arrow bring I'm, her? I'm trying. Uh, I, I, I brought her up. No problem. Okay, okay, all right. Trying as well. Oh, here we go. T, you should hopefully be on stage and able to speak. Can guys? Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Hello, we can hear you. Oh, yeah. So, Wacky, I'm so with you on this. I just so <laughs> here's my thought. Twitter man, Twitter, Twitter guys, Twitter rugs. Oh, you can't hear me. Yeah, no, we we can't. He's trying to he's trying to rug you because you're on my oh, side oh, here oh. and you and oh, support me. This is just my problem. So Twitter rug me. So sorry, sorry. Continue speaking. Oh, so this is my okay. I'm so on. I'm so with you on this because like. As like a buyer, if I wanted to find something that really fits me and um, like I would just go find it. But then if I can customize it, then what gives me the incentive to buy, like to upgrade a trade? You know, like I wouldn't want to trade up if I can just customize my own. And like, exactly. and then like also, I don't know, like if I, if I, if we can customize anything we want on our PFP, like. What makes it, what incentivizes us to like go out and buy another, excuse me. <laughs> I'm suffering from allergies right now. I'm sorry, guys. <clears throat> no problem. So, yeah. It's okay. Take your time. So yeah, like, I just feel like, I'm, I guess I'm just the purist here. And I feel like. Well, so, so it will be interesting. I think it will be interesting to see which collections go down that path and which collections don't, you know, and it, I think it will be. And obviously, this is, I guess, the beauty of the world, right? Is that different opinions, everybody has different opinions. And as a result, it will cater to different people. You know, one specific item and one specific way of doing things will cater to different people. But um, again, it, it'll be interesting to see whether that is the, the way forward or not. Um, T, which, which sort of valuable NFT or which sort of NFT are you very emotionally attached to that you wouldn't, uh, you, you wouldn't want to do something to like this? Do you have anything like this? Yeah, I mean, I have... Like I really cherish my NT by Neo Tokyo. I have one, but see, with Neo Tokyo is different because we were given once we minted, we were given the choice to either be male or female, and um, 
even though you could mint whatever, you could eventually the founders allowed us to change to whether male or female. And that in itself was was like an argument within the community because we all minted and we were like, well, how is that fair? You know, like, because like the rarity was based on how many, um, you know, they were all male. There were no, there were no female citizens. So at the time when that happened, it was just like, okay, how does this change the rarity? And like, you know, and so that was in itself like an issue. So I just think that like when you buy into or when you mint something, it should be what you minted. And then if you have this ab ability just to like change it, it kind of changes like, you know, the ranking and um, just like the, the want to like really trade up or change or, you know, so yeah, like I wouldn't want, I, I wouldn't want my Neotopia citizen to be like customizable in that sense, just because it will take value what I, like the original value of what I meant to. Yeah, you, you bring up a good point about rarity and ranking, and uh, it, it will be interesting to see how Doodle deals with this, whether it impacts, as you say, anything, uh, how it changes things. Uh, it, it'll be very interesting. I mean, look, it, by all means, this is what Web3 and the NFT space is about. It's about innovation, and it is great, and you know, it's great that we're seeing this, and there is no question that moves like this that are potentially controversial are the ones that garner the most interest and that are the most talked about so it'll be it'll be fascinating to see how this impacts the, the rest of the market <laughs> yeah and no so i was just thinking when you guys were talking right so it's always about like for example when you say producing new traits if they allow for example the community member itself to you know design the trait and then sell it then it gives back value to the holders right but if all the traits that they are producing comes from like the main company. So example, like, you know, all the traits that Duda produce, of course, because they want to have like a certain QC and stuff, right? So just imagine they produce and they, they keep launching it. It's kind of like just selling new products back to the same consumer over and over again until people are exhausted on it, right? So the way I see it, it's uh, basically they have to be like, for example, something that is fun, but not really affecting like the value or the true value that you hold. So for example, is you know, even if you change or not, maybe that is just an outer look of your avatar. But the main traits or the main value, like just say you purchase it at a floor, even if you change your clothing because you, you like it, um, the floor still remains at that piece, then I think the holders wouldn't be that mad. What, what's time, your thoughts on this? I think time will tell. I've said my piece. I've said <laughs> my piece. I will want to talk about this more and hear more people's opinion. We should bring this up on daily. Those everywhere. Let's bring it up everywhere and see what people think. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything anything else that we want to bring up for today? Conscious, we've got next show coming up soon. Want to give bro, a break bro, to everyone, actually, even ourselves. I, so actually, I was uh, pretty excited to see this. This was what uh, Maeve shared to me the other day, right? So let, let me just take a look. Basically, it's about the Kento. I, I think it's like the 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 checks. Um, the like something like an ENS kind of thing. Maeve, you know anything about it? Maybe you can share a little bit. Yeah, I briefly saw it. Are you talking about uh Canto name service CNS? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I I I didn't really dive deep into it, but uh, I I got to found out that like uh, well, actually not not found out like a lot of other blockchains like really just jumped into it. So uh, like Luna, Terra, like there's so many, right? And uh, 
I think I, I think I saw uh, basically dot ETH, obviously the main one, right? ENS has got like hundred twenty thousand uh, active users, like with on their Twitter profile name. Then uh, the rest, even like the I think the next contender uh, BNB is like twelve thousand or something. Then when you go down to like AVEX and all that, uh, Polygon is maybe like you know a thousand or thousand two hundred. But it seems like every other developer. Uh, is jumping into the naming service uh, uh, business model or industry probably very very like money making for sure. So it's interesting. Maybe let's definitely bring up Canto um, because there's it's a brand new chain. There's the price. Just to give you guys an an idea, the price of the token went up four x over the past week from ten cents to forty cents. And why are people interested in this? Mainly because NFTs are available. And just recently, there's some crazy you know weird matrix duck style nft that sold for a hundred thousand kanto which is the equivalent of 28 eth so it's garnering a little bit of interest that's like the dgen news of the day literally for all your djs out there it's brand new it's starting out you've got a place called auto market you could go check it out but we should probably do a little deeper dive and, and look at this a little bit more maybe next week wacky yep. i feel like we, we we didn't talk about azuki banner is happening man Damn! Oh, <laughs> shit! Dig like we. I mean, like obviously we've got so much to talk about, but Azuki Banner, man. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh man. Okay, okay. So we're gonna have to do another show. It's Tuesday. Gonna be next week. Is gonna be too late to talk about this. You think? Yeah, probably because it's an OE. But anyhow, I'll, I'll cover it at DDA later. But okay, uh, DDA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, for all so, of you guys. Go ahead. We'll go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, for all of you guys interested in the Azuki banner, which is indeed a big topic, jump in in literally six minutes. We're going to be in Daily Dose Asia and we'll bring this up there. Puke, close us off. Yep, I will. And you know what? The music is so amazing that I have to listen to it twice, bro. Talking to like, I love this music. This is how I end up not adding you as co-host because I'm just grooving here. You know? Sing it, Jay. Sing it. Who's doing the outro? Like, Mame, are you doing the outro? Well, last time we were on air, it was you that offered to do the intro and outro. I forgot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is Rap Radio signing off. <laughs> awesome. We are always running.